You're listening to BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Welcome back. BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you on a Friday reacting to the NFL draft. We'll get into round two, some plays for today, and what's out there. Scott Smith going to join us at 1020 Eastern. Eric Eager, pro football focus, joins us in the 11 a.m. Eastern hour. We'll get to some baseball later. We got an NBA playoff game tonight, but right now we have to have Aaron Hawksworth take us off the board. It's time for Aaron Hawksworth to take us off the board. We saw last night that teams are trying to take a page out of the Bengals book and find that next Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase connection, get a couple of buddies on the same team. So that is exactly what happened with the Eagles last night. A.J. Brown in a trade joining the Eagles, and he got a chance to FaceTime with his good friend Jalen Hurts. Take a listen. It was handy, man. Hey, let's do it, man. Hey. <laughs> Boy, boy, boy. Let's do it, man. Say no more. Hey, that's got to be a good feeling. Got to be a good feeling. (laughs) I love it. I love it. They're excited to work together. Um, I mean, listen, you're going to be in the trenches and, you know, trying to contend for a championship, being with one of your best friends. I can't think of something better. You know, you're just going to be happier going to work every day. Yeah, they're close. I mean, last week Hertz posted an Instagram. They were working out together, and he doesn't he doesn't post much, which I thought was interesting. Not, I don't know if he knew mm-hmm. this was coming, but like that was just weird. It was like he's working out with a player on another team, and he's posting the video of it. So, uh, may, maybe he had an idea that they were trying to get him. Bearing yeah. the lead on the best part of this, the immediate Joe G tweet: Eagles are winning the NFC East. It was so so just, immediate. No question. It was I've so been on, I've been right eating. away. It's the NFC we always see when, when anything happens in Philadelphia sports. There it is. And I'm waiting for the column and the link to the column. I'm just waiting for it all. I mean, they're, they're the, the, the odds moved last <laughs> night. You said it. They got better. Homer. They got Homer. better. No, wait, wait, Homer. I tell you, the Phillies think every day. The Sixers think every day. Phillies win. Phillies sweep one series. You're going to be in. They just swept a four game series. I still don't believe in them. You're in on that. <laughs> not in. I mean, Joe, you didn't see it was the greatest day in Philadelphia sports history yesterday. Apparently. Me, but everyone else, yeah. Six the two of you are tweeting out the Philly parlay, the Philly championship Joe, parlay. 1,115 to one. That's how you say that number. Yeah, I didn't know how Did to I, say it there. Yeah. Did I play it? Yes, maybe. I had to once I put it out there. Wait, 100 to win 111. Oh, what was it? 11 million? I went for half. It was not eleven million. It was a hundred. It was one hundred eleven thousand. And what? How much did you bet, have to bet for that? That was a, off a hundred. I did not bet a hundred. Oh, so it's the Phillies. Yeah, but I, 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 I was wondering what would they? Yeah, I wonder what they would take on that for a six-figure liability. They usually don't like to do that, but they're like, "Go ahead, you're Philadelphia. Yeah. Yeah. Bet, the, yeah. bet the Phillies. Go ahead, enjoy. Got the limit." <laughs> Come back. I love it. I think it's great, though, seeing these teams um, getting the quarterbacks to link up with their good friend wide receivers. Can't wait to see how the chemistry translates on Sundays. Um, Another really fun reaction last night. Sean McVay. He was shocked 
when the Patriots just went ahead and reached for Cole Strange in the first round. Listen to this. Really, really? Just went. Oh, my UT Chattanooga to the first how round. Hey, where is... How about that? And we wasted our time watching him thinking he'd be at 104, hey. maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Just laugh nope. at the Patriots. Not at 104. <laughs> yeah, the Patriots went, went and surprised some people reaching for Cole Strange in the first round. How about that? Did they extend um, too far? Well, from a gambling perspective, I went over all the first round picks, where the draft <laughs> position opened, where it closed, comparing where they went in the draft. The only pick that did not have a number posted anywhere was Cole Strange, okay? There are a lot of players on the board that still have draft position numbers out there. You can bet on some of this stuff. We'll get get to it with uh, our guest today and what we think there's still some value on for over-unders, all that kind of stuff. The next quarterback could be taken. The only player selected last night that did not have an over-under was Cole Strange. Mm. Nobody, nobody thought he was going. It's pretty, it was, I'm sure the consensus in the mocks for him was somewhere. I mean, it, what McVay said, they thought they could maybe get him in the fourth round. If, I saw his name, but it was like when I read those like two and seven round mock drafts, it wasn't any of the first round ones I read. Right. No doubt. Can I point something out that we're not talking about? How about that laugh by McVeigh? The absolute insane person laugh. I clipped it on its own because it was so uncomfortable. So I'm going to play it. <laughs> Like that's a Joker laugh. That's un- that's, that's deep- a movie villain laugh. That's yeah, deeply that, that's uncomfortable. A- is he drunk? Is is that a real laugh? You know, what do you think? he's, he's like a little lit up. Like, or oh, was he nervous? Like, oh wow. <laughs> I don't think he was nervous. I think that was a genuine laugh. Like that was from the from the gut. Yeah, and I, I don't think he was ripping the Patriots as much as like poking fun at themselves because they spent time. They're like, at oh wow, guy. we, yeah, we really were delusional <laughs> thinking we could get this guy at 104. Right. Yeah, he was not criticizing New England in any way. Nobody in the NFL yeah. would do that. No, um, no. Yeah, he was being self deprecating for sure. It was um, a joke. Any life, other. I, I did, did you I, guys I did have any it. fun moments that you really, you know, whether it was a, I, I loved how Thibodeau's, uh, what was it? Like a ruby trim on his suit. Oh, he's um, a character. His swag. Like they had that ISO on him walking. I was like, okay, we see you don't lack confidence. He had his little like dance and then he's doing the little finger thing with the commissioner. If he what? can play, he's a star in New York, isn't he? Isn't he going to be on every show? Like yeah. he's yeah. everywhere. Yeah. He, you could just see that already. Um, I thought that the kid that introduced him was the make a make a wish, right? I thought yeah. it was pretty cool. Like he was really into it, that kid. Like that was his he moment. Had a lot on the of stage, energy. And he just yeah. went for it. Yeah, that was fun. Uh after the Thibodeau pick, I gotta be honest with you guys. Both stations, I was flipping. They both come back from the break and they're like, All right, enough of that. Let's talk quarterbacks. I'm like, guys, you're not doing your research. Like, they're pumping up Carolina. When's a quarterback going to go? Like, at six, at six. We know we had to wait all the way till 20, and people are following this. Like, this was the expectation. It's going to be in the back half of the first round. Guys, it's going to be a while. Chill out. I 
I turned off. I hit mute on both. I hit mute on all the the TVs on that, and I was watching some of the other stuff, some of the other stuff that that was available on streams. I was wish I wish that there was a a network that did the gambling aspects of this, and it's become such a gambling event ever since the Goodell in his basement draft. Like, it's huge. It one network should be covering that, and the overs and unders and. The wide receivers after 18, we hit over five and a half. The assumption is that we're going to go over six and a half and we don't. Uh, the cornerbacks was kind of a bad beat because we all assumed that it, that was going to go over four and a half. It didn't. The safety just barely slipped in with the last pick of that first round. Those people had to be uncomfortable because there were, there were a lot of people betting minus 300 on over one and a half safeties. And it, and it happened on a trade with pick 32. I, I wish there was there was some, a, a network TV channel, and I know we could find it, and I did find it elsewhere. But we've got all these shows dedicated to gambling, and a lot of these networks that have five, six channels. You can't put one. You can't do it with one. I do. Think it's I do wonder yeah. at some point if, over the course of the broadcast, whether it's ESPN NFL Network. They start to incorporate maybe not so much the analysts because Mel Kuyper, like he's not going to talk about that, right? Like, he has no idea. Yes, but no I do what, even bottom screen, even bottom screen over under draft like something to to rope yes. in like you've bet on this. He's still available. What was his number? There's like there is a way to incorporate it, though. I don't think like the old guard is not going to mention it, right? Like Mel Kuyper has no idea, and that's fine, right? He, his job is to, to break down the players, and he knows every single player backwards and forwards, and that's fine. But I do wonder, Aaron, if we'll start to see that at some point. The the angles. Yeah, like I'm surprised on, the Daily yeah. Wager didn't wasn't on like ESPN two or something right. like with former players and people who do know what's going on in the gambling world doing their own version of the draft. The betting markets know more than Mel Kiper. I'm sorry. Like I I I hear some of the analysts like, oh, this is going to be a spot for Malik Willis at six. No, it's not. I'm not. Look at look at the numbers and how close they were. <laughs> And I know the top of the draft is easy. Hutchinson was one and a half, whatever. Right. But as you move down, Thibodeau, four and a half. Um, you could go to Garrett Wilson. He goes 10. The number opened 10 and a half. It closed nine and a half. I mean, they were they were dead on it. They were dead on it. Cal Hamilton goes from five and a half to 12 and a half because he's falling in the draft. And he goes 14. Like, they, there were yeah. just a number of them all night that were really close. The Quay Walker, 43 and a half down to 21 and a half. And he's 21. Or 22, whatever it was. Like, yeah. they are dead on it. I, I didn't hear all these analysts saying Quay Walker is flying up the board and he's going to go in the first round. So I thought that on, on Kuiper. And I think there's room for both. Because I think there's room for a, yeah, an analyst maybe. to say, I think this is the wrong pick. But then someone to be like, no, this makes sense here. This We saw this coming. That, all right, The Quay Walker one was great. Because the odds told us yesterday, Quay Walker could get selected ahead of Kobe Dean. But Mel Kuiper is sitting there. Because I, I was on Kuiper last night during that. I had that broadcast and he was, he, he thought it was a bad pick. He thought the tape said Dean was the better player and, and he thought it was a mistake. It would have been interesting if there was that, right. There was that contrast where he's saying, no, the tape no. says this. And someone saying to him, well, the last couple of days, you could tell this might happen. I thought that would be interesting to hear. So I, I you know what I liked? Um, we'll talk to Eric eager later on in the show at 11 o'clock Eastern. I was watching the PFF stream. That was one of the things that I was checking out and they've got Chris Collinsworth sitting there. And, you know, behind the scenes, you know, Eager's a big better. And he was talking about all the Quay Walker action he had. And Collinsworth is like, give me the tape. Give me the tape. He goes in his office. He said he watched Quay Walker for 45 minutes. He comes out. He's like, that's a first-round pick. You know? Like, that's that's stuff I like. 
I, I think the former coaches, the guys that are not dug in, I didn't mean to, to dig on Kuiper as much, but some of the other people that they feel they have to have on the panels, like they're clueless on where these players are going. You tell me you, you didn't need any boogers takes last night? <laughs> Mooch. Come on, dude. <laughs> Joe O, Joe G, and Hawksworth. Go out of touch, man. Beck UL Dale. I just, I just want to hear his thoughts on quarterbacks and yelling and his hair going crazy. Day yeah. two odds. We'll hit that coming up next right here on the Beck UL Network. These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth on BetQL Daily from BetQL.